0: the Get My Life Tour. It is me, your host, Lydia T. Blanco. And as always, I am so excited that you decided to show up for yourself and take center stage. If this is your first time tuning into the Get My Life Tour, welcome. Here, we are showing up for ourselves. We are practicing vulnerability, mindfulness, sacredness, and so many other things, okay? In short, we're getting our lives. (laughs) And if this is your, I don't know, 108th time tuning in welcome back y'all i have been kind of bugging lately okay because this new cadence of bi-weekly has been throwing me for a loop so you know what we're going to get back to our normal cadence of weekly and so i'm going to put some things out on social um, follow up with a couple people and really make this happen because life has been life. And so I've had to change the cadence of the Get My Life Tour publishing date. And so opposed to the weekly cadence that was established nearly three years ago, I switched it up for this season. And you know what? From what I'm hearing, you all want to hear more from me and the guests here on the Get My Life Tour. And so you know what? I'm going to make that happen because it's necessary. I'm paying attention to what you all want. I hear you. I feel you. I have been getting my life. You know, in life we are always on tour, or at least I am. And so, I am going to keep my word and go back to that cadence. But please stay tuned. So that was my informal PSA. But you know, I really have been thinking about what it is that I want to share, and I was truly inspired by Abbott Elementary. I'm just going to say it right now and put it out into the universe that soon enough, Quinta Brunson will be on the Get My Life Tour. I'm just going to put it out there, okay? So if you know her, if you're connected, (laughs) if you have any established connection and you want to make this happen with me, let's make it happen, okay? Mark my words. But there was an episode, I don't know if it was the second to last or maybe the 10th or so episode in Abbott Elementary. And Sugar, I cannot remember his name, but the young man who plays Chris and Everybody Hates Chris, who was actually on there, let me actually get his name so I'm not like calling him Everybody Hates Chris the entire time I'm talking. And he was having a hard time with not having the position he wanted at the elementary school. He wanted to be principal. You can see this fight persist or this challenge persist throughout the entirety of, you know, this first season. And you're wondering like, goodness, why can't he give it up? He's doing such a good job at teaching. And then he has a conversation with the janitor. And so the janitor is revealing that he has worn many hats in his lifetime and has had this extremely unique career path. And he says something to him, who on the show, the teacher's name is Tyler James Williams, right? So Mr. Williams, um, or no, I'm getting this wrong. I guess his name was Gregory Eddie. Hello, Tyler James Williams is the actor, okay? Um, but he tells Gregory that sometimes dreams can be as much of a distraction as it can be a goal. And y'all, that spoke to me. It, I mean, when I say it resonated, it truly did because I am someone who often experiences transition and pivots like so many of us do. But hearing that that night while binge watching um, episodes of the sitcom, I couldn't believe what I heard. And I was just so grateful for the writer in that moment, in the way that it was portrayed between, you know, two black men in this multi generational conversation and in the setting, just everything. I appreciate everything about that moment. But that word, Sometimes a dream can be as much of a distraction as it can be a goal. Really check something within me, right? And so I haven't been sharing much about my career journey as of lately, because at one point, you know, I decided to leave somewhere. I was thriving for more and to really take responsibility um, for my circumstances, As a way to overcome them. Right. And then I pivoted into a different industry and I was like, "Okay, this is what I have wanted. I landed in a really sweet spot. And then, you know, the ebbs and flows, right, of learning something new and what do they call that? Uh, The learning curve and all these things. And so I have been in this internal battle, right, of wanting to do more of what I love in remembering what I have done. And for me, it's been a challenge. So without being ambiguous, I will be completely honest, because that's what we do here on To Get My Life tour, right? <laughs> so many of you may know, if you've been tuned in, that in June of 2020, I left my job as a traditional reporter and journalist and editor for a well-known Black-owned media company. I loved my job. I loved being able to show up and do the work and plan, strategize, partner, collaborate and do all these great things and really be appreciated and known for the work that I was doing, but sometimes push Comes to shove and it did, and I had to, like I said, take responsibility for myself and in order to overcome some of the adversities that I was facing at the time. Fast forward after a year of freelancing, writing for Forbes Women, and having clients doing media training and advocacy, speaking and freelancing, and having all these clients. I decided, you know what, it's time. I need some health insurance and some other things. And I want to be able to overcome my financial situation, which was created during a certain time period in my life. And so I actually landed in tech. So I began to work at Twitter, which has been a blessing in so many ways to be able to go from a top ranking you know, Black-owned publishing media company to one of the largest tech companies on earth, right? But as you can imagine, there is often a little, you know, that uncertainty and the imposter syndrome became, became a real thing for me again. And I just had so many questions. I was like, okay, I know I'm satisfied contributing, to Forbes. I know that I'm satisfied podcasting, doing the get my lifetime, connecting and really being able to have real honest conversations with people that is really moving so many of us forward in our journeys. And I have this incredible experience in tech, having a really good introduction into the industry with my team and all the things that I'm learning. But a part of me began to grow sorrow. Because I was not doing the exact thing, the exact way I thought I would be. Y'all, I'm not going to run down accolades, this, that, and the third, because for me, life is not all about career. I honestly do see some, I do believe that some people perceive me that way. That's the way they see me. But it is the complete opposite. I value family and quality time, growing and connecting and just being where love is, right? But I also love how I have been called to do what I've been called to do, right? My my personal mission as a reporter is to build community through storytelling, right? So I've done that in the form of Sincere Visions, here with the Get My Life Tour, at various media's publications and online publications and now in the tech space, but I I felt like a part of me was unsatisfied. And what I realized is that oftentimes we become unsatisfied or dissatisfied when we have a skewed perception of ourselves and what it is that we may have been able to accomplish and what we create i can be honest about that okay and i think a lot of that happens when we are flying by the pants and going from task to task accomplishment to accomplishment and we have these moments of gratification be it instant or not and we're not taking the time to sit with our victories or really practice gratitude and be appreciative of the moments that we strive so hard for and to accomplish. You know what I'm saying? Have you been there? Have you have you been there? I need to know. Let me know because I cannot be the only person, right? We we pursue these degrees, the internships, fellowships and All these things, you know, I was having a conversation earlier and I was like, you know what? I remember watching 13 going on 30 and being excited about one day working in the magazine. And my sister was like, girl, you've done that and have contributed to several. And I was like, oh my gosh, right? So, the other point I want to make is that it's important not only to just slow down but also to really take inventory. And I talk about taking inventory a lot here on the Get My Life Tour. But it's so applicable to not only my life, but my life, excuse me, but how we should be collecting the data, right? I know we are spiritual beings. I believe so. For others, may just identify as a human or whatever. I don't know, okay? But... Life, for me, partly is about collecting data. I feel like that's how we, you know, create memories and all these things. And data may not be the perfect word, right? But the culmination, excuse me, the culmination of our experiences help us to make decisions and create feelings and help us form relationships. And there are times when we aren't, being mindful or present, and we forget, right? So being able to take inventory helps us to remember, right? I remember writing, sometimes all you need to do is remember, and that will be the blessing. That may be the only encouragement you need is to remember. And y'all, when I sat down and I began to remember some of the things that I've done, being first to identify this person, have a conversation with that person and, you know, break news, this, that, and the third. I was like, yo, Lydia, you've done that. There's an exciting, I'm sure, thought-provoking and forward-thinking event that I have participated in before, help plan, this, that, and the third. It's happening soon. I want to go. And I was like, ah. And I didn't get tapped as a speaker. And I was like, but it's okay because you've had conversations with these people two and three plus years ago, right? And so I can only imagine that some of those same talking points will come up. And it's not a been there, done that mentality, even though I talk about, cause I'm like that energy, right? But it's about remembering and being able to create healing around that memory, right? Especially the positive ones, right? And be able to be inspired and motivated in a way that you can look back and be proud, but also be inspired to move forward. And, you know, I don't want this to all be about career, right? Because it's not, I feel like it's so much deeper for me. And it's not that my identity is wrapped up in the work and the creativity that I produce. But I know there are some of us who really feel like we have been called to different industries, people, places, and causes, right? Or whatever that thing is that you've been called to. But it's about quality of life. Okay. And so I've been thinking about quality of life and Going back to the opening quote that inspired me, and let me just say that I'm paraphrasing, right? Um, I wrote it down after I heard it, but I didn't scroll back because I was just so like, ah, oh, by what the janitor had said. But thinking about quality of life, dreams, goals, and distractions, right? Some of my distractions have been negative thinking or scarcity mindset. At different points in my life, right, and being honest about that, I'm like, oh, okay, I can see where that came up. Oh, I know where that came from, and being able to identify the root of some of my thoughts and the things that I believe, working through those things and journaling, praying, meditating, going to therapy, you know, fasting, even if it's intermittent fasting, right? Being able to put those things into practice really helped me to overcome some of the clutter in my mind. Like it has been a long two something years. Okay. Sometimes I'm like, is it really 2020? Because a lot of us have been working through so much pandemic aside. Right. And it's kind of hard to put it to the side, even though we're trying to come out, but you know what I'm saying? That, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I think I said too much, but so many of us have been overcoming and we're exhausted. And so I really want to encourage you to recall the, the good things. I love this song by Janae The good things are only the good things. I'm horrible with titles and movies and some song names, right? But that song right there is an affirmation for me. Right? So recall the good things. You know, I know there is such a thing as positive what does they call it? Called? Toxic positivity. And people are chipper and it's like, okay, let me feel how I'm feeling. You don't have to look at the bright side of everything because there are life lessons and there are moments when you get chin checked and you know, you gotta put your chin up and have heart. <laughs> but it's, it's so important to be able to recall the good things, but also to take life as is, get those lessons and keep it moving. I honestly can tell you, that is what I have been doing y'all. That That's part of the reason why the cadence has changed for the Get My Life Tour, why I don't feel the need to post every little thing on social media and I'm not as concerned with algorithms. It's because I'm really focusing on not focusing on the distractions. You know, as a part of my pivot and my pivoting, you know, I've really been thinking a lot about what is important to me, my values and how I prioritize them. Right. I. You know, I don't consider myself to be a late bloomer, but I am aligned with, you know, the statistics that show women are doing things later in life, right? Because of some of my pursuits. And I always think, oh my gosh, I'm I behind the curve. I don't have children. I don't have... <laughs> but I'm like, you know what, Lydia? Instead of making... Life about what it is that you don't have because that is a distraction. Let's focus on prioritizing your values. Y'all, I've been so inspired by the book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. You can decide what the F is or determine what the, the F is for yourself. And it really has given me this newfound enthusiasm about values and prioritization. Priority has been one of my words of the year. And I like to sing it like priorities, okay? Either when I need to check my own or I'm calling someone out or not doing such a good job, right? (laughs) Or better yet calling them in. But I think it's important for us to be mindful about what it is that we value and how we prioritize the things that we value. For me, I value being relevant, and that's why I've been by Coastal for what, the last year and a half, which sounds sound crazy to a lot of people during the pandemic, mass mandates, this mandate, that mandate, okay? Trying to go on dates, all of that, hello, somebody. And I was like, you know what? I don't care how crazy I look, who does not understand. And now I've gotten to a point where I'm like, you know what? In conversation, I'm not concerned with who is trying to convince me of what, because yes, I value family and I want my own and all these things that I've written down and speak out and affirm. But right now, while those things aren't, those things aren't distractions at all. Okay. Let me be clear in saying that I have to, prioritize not only myself, but what I value, right? And so one of the ways that I I do that is by being where I I, I am filled, right? And at times it can feel a little bit draining, you know, with all the travel and the long flights and, you know, a little backache here and there. It's important that I prioritize my values in that way, right? Because sometimes when I sit in one place, I become distracted because I'm not going for what it is that I want. And I don't think you always have to be moving in order to go after what it is that you want because there's so much value and power and stillness. But I'm one who has struggled with analysis paralysis, right? And so I have to keep it moving at times. Y'all. Are you still with me? Okay, I'm just shaking. I really am excited about this next chapter in life. I have been so ready for elevation. And I think this conversation is a part of that, right? Every time I'm speaking into the mic, I receive clarity things are put into perspective and then when I step away from the mic I'm like oh I should have said this oh what about that Mm-mm, I hope they understood what I was th- when I you know but elevation is so exciting and right now I'm getting prepared for it right so keeping my morning routine being mindful of what time zone I'm in keeping my word making sure that I'm not overstretching myself. So if I need to reschedule or I can't do something I said that I'd like to do or said that I was going to do, making sure that I communicate that in time, right? Relationally, being pursuant in all the appropriate ways to experience mutuality and reciprocity, be it in friendships platonically and romantically, making the time for what it is that I say I want more of. Okay, because I have been focused on others for so long, and I'm not having a, this is my turn, I need to be selfish kind of season. It's really a season of prioritization, right? And I keep saying that because I'm like, I need y'all to know, okay? A lot of us need to get our priorities in check, and our lives will begin to look different, I believe, immediately. But at the end of it all, you know, just doing what I say I'm going to do and practicing grace has been so important. And it is important, right? I think so many of us are in transition. And one of the things I'm always mindful of, especially in moments of uncertainty, is being mindful of what I reach out for, what I lean on, or who I lean on and who I reach out to. Okay? Look, I really hope that some, if not all, <laughs> I'll be fair, right? Of what I shared is helpful. You know, I am practicing and have been, right? Just being vulnerable and transparent. And I really hope that that helps someone. I hope it helps you. Yes, you. Because there is so much going on, okay? And sometimes just being honest is all we need. To recall is all we need, right? That memory. And being ever-present and all the more diligent about experiencing more of what we want to is so critical. You know, I'm thinking about my mic drop moment. I'm like, I need a second because I don't know if I have it just yet. (sighs) You know, what's really coming to mind is take your time. We all have a lot to do, a lot that we want to do. And as you prioritize what it is that you want more of, I encourage you to take your time. I love the quote from the late great Chatwick Bosman Take your time, but don't waste your time. That's coming to me right now, and I, I really just want to leave you with that. Take your time. Don't look to your left. Don't look to your right. Be mindful of how you are measuring your return and measuring the things in life. Be sure don't measure don't measure yourself against anyone else. But take your time, okay. Look, I am so happy about where I'm at. I keep telling myself that I'm in a good position. And I hope that you get to affirm yourself that way as well, no matter where it is that you are. That could have been a mic drum moment too, okay? Well, look, I'm sharing that here. That's a freebie, okay? <laughs> All of it is free. But seriously... Remember that you're in a good position. Remember to take care of yourself. Be kind to yourself and others. Okay? And as always, if you want to be connected with me, be sure to, you know, visit thegetmylifetour.com. Stay connected on social platforms at the Get My Life Tour. Talk, talk to me. Okay? I'm here. What up? I speak back. If you would like to be connected with me um, and follow my journalistic work and lifestyle content, do so at Lydia T. Blanco on Instagram by Lydia T. Blanco on Facebook. You can check out my website, which is my name, Lydia T. Blanco.com. Um, You know, hit me up. If you have someone who you think would be a great fit, or if that's you, pitch me at me at thegetmylifetour.com and be sure to like. Subscribe, download, wherever it is that you listen to podcasts, okay? And until then, I will see you right here, center stage, with an incredible guest, okay? On the next stop of the Get My Life Tour. It has been real. I appreciate y'all. Peace. If I could describe the Get My Life Tour in one word, it would be vulnerability. Showing up for yourself is so important. Welcome to the Get My Life Tour. I'm your host, Lydia T. Blanco.